When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. God bless you and thank you for joining Kingdom Authority with your hosts, Reverend Leon and Dancia Morris. Broadcasting live from Tucson, Arizona via Blog Talk Radio. Our radio ministry is dedicated to helping each and every listener learn how to stand in the authority and power of God, live a victorious life in Christ Jesus, reign and rule as a son and daughter of the Most High God, and utilize your gifts for the glory of God and advance the Church of Christ Jesus. Now is your chance to get kingdom empowered, and we want to hear from you. So if you would like to speak directly with our host, call us at 646-668-2413. Now let's join our hosts, Reverend Leon and Dancia Morris, on Kingdom Authority. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Kingdom Authority. I am Reverend Leon Morris, along with my wife. Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. It's our privilege to be with you today uh, as we talk about hope. Uh, We want to hear from you today on this topic. Um, So please, uh, if you have any questions, any comments, give us a call. uh, uh, Area code 646 Six six eight two four one three. Once again, that's area code six four six 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 eight two four one three. Which are questions or comments uh, concerning hope? Um, and to give your thoughts about the kingdom principles and taking authority in this area of having hope. As we get here. On to our, before we even get started, we want to start off with a word of prayer. Father God, we, we thank you. We, we praise you for what you have done and what you're going to do. We ask right now, Father God, for those who are listening in on, uh, on, to this, on tonight, that we take kingdom authority in having hope and hoping what you're going to do for us and believing that what you do is, will be, will be at, for our benefit. And we thank you for those who are listening. We thank you for those who are, are tuning in or, on online or by phone. Father, we ask you to bless them. Uh, we ask you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We are excited to talk about this topic tonight. And uh, guess what? What in the world happened to hope? What in the world happened to hope? Why is it that so many people feel hopeless? So many people are are feeling um, such anxiety. So many people are feeling like God is not in control and acting like God is not in control. It is so critical, people of God, for us to stay steadfast 
and hold fast to the hope of Jesus Christ. Every word that he has spoken, our pastor says, he shall perform it, and we don't have to worry about it. It is so critical, and we want to empower you on tonight to have hope. So we want to take you through a few different things as this wonderful Super Bowl Sunday is going on. I'm sure most of you are either watching and listening or listening and watching, whatever you're doing on tonight, or just maybe waiting until later on so that you can tune in. We don't care as long as you tune in, because guess what? We want to empower you on tonight to have hope. So what is hope? Well, I'll tell you, the dictionary describes it as a feeling that what is wanted can be had or that events will turn out for the best. It's just that simple. You have to have a feeling that is wanted, that can be had. Whatever you want can be had, that you will receive it, and the events that will turn out for the best. Guess what? It is not based on what is going on now. You have to have some type of feeling, and this is just a dictionary. We're going to talk about faith as a kingdom principle for having hope. Another definition is that it's a person or thing in which expectations are centered around. A person or thing in which your expectations are centered around. Some people have hope in the government. Some people have hope in their parents. Some people have hope in their husband or wife, their spouse, their children. A lot of people had hope that their children who are playing in this Super Bowl game will make them millions one day as they, you know, um, help them and train them in football over the years. We have hope in things to look forward to with desire and reasonable that a reasonably bait happen. It's to look forward to something with desire and a reasonable that it may happen. So there has to be some type of thing within you, a passion, a desire that you that something will happen reasonably, happen within yourself. The other definition, to continue to hope, although the outlook does, does not warrant it. So what that means is that you continue to, to have confidence in something, even though it doesn't look like it's really going to happen. And so we're, we have to talk about faith tonight. And so if if the World Dictionary can have these things in it, hope, confidence, how to, an outlook on something, don't you think it came from someplace in the first place? That means that sounds weird, but don't you think it, there was a, um, um, uh, 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 where is it called, um, where it originalized? I'm going to make up my own word. <laughs> the origin of it, that's the word. Don't you think there was an origin of this word, hope? And so we didn't just come up with it because man was made by God, and that's who we should have our hope in. So let's talk about some scriptures in regards to having hope. I want, so we want to just bring to you um, the Bible was written, the New Testament, especially in Greek. And so Greek in, in the Bible is the word elpis, and it means the, it's the word for hope. Elpis means expectation. It means to anticipate or welcome something. It means an expectation of what is sure, and what is sure for you may not be sure for the next person. 
in, in your realm or experience and, or revelation of the word of God. And so everyone should have, everyone, everyone should have an expectation of something. Everyone should have or anticipate something or welcome something, even if you don't, don't see it happening, that you're sure it's going to happen. Uh, I'm say, you know, if it takes longer than what you expect, um, you should always hope for that it will come to pass. Yeah, expect um, it to come. Yeah, a lot of things God has uh, given the people, his children, he, he, he'll show you and give you things or tell you what's going to happen, but he never tell you a time. That's right. He never tells you, I'm going to give it to you in this time. Because we, uh, I yeah, was we talking, yeah, I can, I can, I was talking to my wife earlier. I said, God tells us what he's going to give us, but he doesn't give us a time because we have to walk through, we have to go through some things so we can understand and know how to handle what he has for us at the time he has designated for us. Right. So we have to have that hope that what he said, what he's going to do for us is going to come to pass. So we have to have an expectation. Um, you're so right, honey. We have to have an expectation and expecting to come to pass, knowing that we may not know the time, knowing that we may not know when, knowing that we may not even know the place, you know, and, and, and it's so important to anticipate it. Wait with um, not anxiety, but with anxiousness, the good word of anxiousness. So you have to be able to say, I don't care what it looks like right now. I expect God to do this because he's already promised this. And he said, whatsoever I ask in my name, Jesus' name, that it shall come to pass, that I shall receive it. So it is so critical for us to expect and then welcome what comes. We can't get to a place where the welcome part is, if you expect it, don't, here's the thing. We can expect something and it comes a way that we don't really like it. And then we don't welcome it because it wasn't the way we thought. It's not about, it's not about the way we think it's going to happen. It's about, does it happen? That's what it's about. And so regardless of what that looks like, it is important for us to keep it in perspective and say, uh, I didn't expect it that way, but it's here. And just, and just rejoice in it. That's a happen the way you didn't expect it. That lets you know that God had his hand all in it. And all you can do is give him the praise in, 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 what, in what he did for you. You know, just just be able to accept that right. you got it. Yeah, just accept it. Yeah. Let's talk about expectation before we get to something my husband wants to read. Expectation, listen to this. It's the degree of probability that something will occur. Did you hear me? For those mathematicians, and I come from a background of math and engineering mathematics, it's the degree of probability it's the angle, it's the, it's the um, temperature of the probability that something will happen. It's either, um, so expectation is 
you know there's a great probability that something's going to happen. Or it could be there's a 30% chance of rain. Well, okay, so it may rain. So you have to have some type of expectation that it's going to rain. Get your umbrellas because it just may rain. You could be within that 30% of time or space that it just may rain. So don't get upset because it wasn't 70%. It's not about that. There was a chance. And wherever there's a chance that something will happen, we have to expect it to happen. All right, because we, well, anyway. So we, it's also an, an inspected mental attitude. And we're going to talk about mental attitude. Expectation is an expected men, mental attitude. Your mind has to be into it. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. It's also an act or state of looking forward or anticipating. It's an act, an action. You know, it, you're, it, you're not just saying it, but you're believing it and you're acting it out. And then you stay in that way that you're expecting something to happen. You're looking forward to it. You're talking about it. When we look forward to something, we start talking about that thing, girl. I know I'm going to get married. And so, you know, we talk about those things. I'm talking about from the females. I don't know about the guys, what they do. They probably say something totally different. But we like, you know, I saw him and I know that's my husband. And we start telling some people, you can't tell all your business. I'll tell you that now. And so we start looking forward to stuff. <laughs> My husband just laughing at me. But y'all know how we do. We say stuff. Um, you looking for that job. I don't know about you, but I like talking about, you know, I really wanted to be at the Super Bowl this weekend. I was like saying it like I'm going to be at the Super Bowl. Didn't happen. I'm sitting here, you know, talking, but I can see it. So I guess I am at it. I don't know. Right. God is still worthy. Right. And he still can answer the prayers and answer, give you what you desire, even though this one thing didn't happen for you. That's right. So don't lose hope because this one thing didn't happen. Maybe maybe it wasn't for us to be there. Right. Because if we were there, we wouldn't be here talking Talk about, about hope. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we 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 still have to give God the praise and give God uh, uh, the, the glory because He making it making it so we can still be a part of things. You know, we can we we we, we can still see the game. We can still talk to you guys and and still get his his message across on Kingdom Authority. I just want to read a quote from uh, uh, Desmond Tutu. It says, hope is being able to see that there is light despite all the darkness. Mm -mm -mm. Let me say it again. Hope is being able to see that there is light despite all the darkness, even though things may seem bleak and uh, mm. or, or, or you can't mm. understand how we're going to get out of certain situations, you still have to have a hope as, as, a, as, a, as a believer that God is going to bring you out. Right, right. And not just throw in the towel. I hear uh, pa pastors and preachers say, you know, don't throw in a towel. That is a true true statement. Because when you watch a boxer, you have his 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 trainers yeah. watching him, making sure he's going to, to make it to the fight. Mm -hmm. And if he sees his, his fighters in trouble, you know, he sees he can't, he can't find his way, 
he will throw in the towel to give up. And what we're trying to say is don't throw in the towel. Know that God is watching you because he is are there to protect, to protect right. us. Mm-hmm. He's not going to throw in the towel because he knows your outcome. Don't throw in the towel on God because God is here for us. I think about someone who's blind. I have a friend who is um, who's declared blind. Um, and I think about a blind person in darkness. You know, one thing I, I have about people that I know who have this, um, who have blindness, they still have hope about certain things, about many different things. And even though the world may look dark, they can still have hope that there's another sense, which is hearing and even smelling, that they can get through and navigate to their destination. And guess what? And they also um, have hope when it comes to, they can't see words, but then there's words that were designed for them to feel another sense, and they have hope. I'm going to read again. And, you know, not everybody goes through that, but there, it is so important to understand that it is critical in this time to understand. No matter how dark it looks, there is still some light. It just depends. You have to change your perspective. Oh, Listen here. Change your perspective of what the light is. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because there is still light despite all the darkness. There is still hope in spite of it looking like it's a hopeless situation. All right. All right. I have another quote. I, I, I'm sorry. I just want to. This is from uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. And it says, we must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. Let me say that again. We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose intimate hope. But let me just uh, break down what this is saying. Um, It said, infinite hope, especially for those who with religious convictions, it is the, let me say it again. Infinite hope, especially for those with religious conviction, is the antidote to overcoming temporary disappointments and the hindrance to one's important goals. This infinite hope, hope based on one's religious belief, is not a pie in the sky hope based on a, not a pie in the sky hope based on emotional feelings that has no strong foundation in fact. It is hope based on checking out and believing the facts regarding God and Jesus Christ, Christ's existence. And there are many and there are many promises. Martin Luther King Jr. was a minister, and this is why he held to infinite hope, successful outcomes despite temporary disappointments. We cannot, we cannot get disappointed for for uh, things uh, that are happening now. They are they are short 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 term disappointments. Yes. Let me say that again. They are short term yes, disappointments. Yes, but the the whole outcome is that our hope in God and Jesus Christ will that He would take us through these these short term disappointments and bring us out to be victorious. That's right. That's now you said something there. It you got to change your perspective. We have to change our perspective. It doesn't look good now at times in our lives, but 
the hope is knowing that it's only temporary and we have an eternal God. We have an eternal faith even that will take us into the hope of our true existence. Yes, Lord. Take us into the hope of our true existence. And such a man that can say that in Reverend, people call him Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but he's Reverend Doctor. He just so happened to be an activist that was already a preacher. It's not, he wasn't the preacher that's an activist, you know, I mean, well, he was a preacher, but he just so happened to fall into the the whole civil rights, um, the civil rights uh, movement. But his his foundation was his hope in the in the Lord and in the Word of God, right. and so um, if he can say that, and he knew the odds he was going against in such a perilous time, truly we can go ahead and say now that our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. Other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. I wish I could just sing that tonight. I'm telling you, we have to stand on the hope of Jesus Christ. So my brother, my sister, stand. Stand when it looks so bleak that you don't feel like you can stand. All right, we're going to keep moving on. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Once again, if you're listening out there and you want to say something, please give us a call, 646-668-2413. Uh, we're waiting to hear from you. We want to hear what you have to say or answer any questions. All right, let's turn to Psalm 42.5. We got to back this stuff up with the word of God because that's what we're here and that's what it's all about. We have several different scriptures for you on, to, on tonight, and we want to go to Psalm 42.5. Psalm 42.5 says, why are you cast down? This is David. Oh, my soul. And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Let, let, let's say, let me tell you this. The key point in this, when you have faith, it makes you quiet yourself from complaining. When you have faith, faith in God, you tend not to complain as much because your faith can't operate in, 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 in words of negativity. It, it, just, it just negates itself. Anyone knows that a positive plus a, 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 or times a minus, when you have that together, equals uh, times a negative equals a negative. You cannot have the positive and the negative because you negate the whole equation. You, we have to speak in faith and quiet and shut our mouths from complaining. I'm talking to myself. I ain't talking to you. And then the word, the word of God says, disquiet it within me. Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. This person had to have been going through some, t- some tough times. Talking to yourself, talking about why you cast down, oh my soul. I know some people want to put us in 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 in, in constraints and, and stuff and put us in that house because we talking to ourselves. But sometimes we gotta talk to our souls. I'm reminded of a song, Encourage Yourself by Donald Lawrence. Sometimes you just have to encourage yourself to speak a word over yourself. Talk to yourself and tell yourself. 
Oh, so you got to raise up. I command you to bless the Lord. I command you to speak the right words, mouth. I command you feet to go into the right path. I command you hands to touch the right things and not the silly things of life. So talk to yourself. And, you know, stop waiting for someone to speak over oh, you. Oh, yeah. You know, you have the same God that's in them is the same God that's, that's in right. you. You should be taking God's words authority. with authority and speaking over yourself. Right. And, 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 and he, know, he knows your heart and speaking his word back to him to, to look, you said you'll never leave me nor forsake me. He wants to hear his words back to him. So that, that, that gives, that prompts him to move in, yeah. in your behalf. So you, you said you never leave me or forsake me, but I feel lonely right now, Right. you know, but then he will come and comfort you. That's Why? Right. Because you said, you That's told right. him, you, you told him his word. That's so right. speak a word over your own self and don't, don't wait for everybody to do it for you. Right. No. That's good. That's good. And, and, and then this, this author says, he says, hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. Meaning, I'm in it, but I'm still going to praise him. Speak a word over yourself. And if you can't speak the word over yourself, then praise him. If you can't talk good about yourself, say something good about God. Say something good to God. Say, say something in a way that says, Lord, I love you. Lord, I bless you. When you have those kind of words going from your mouth, guess what? You're less likely to complain. And the reason being is because your mouth is filled up with other stuff. You can't get them negative words up. <laughs> so fill your mouth with praising him. Let me tell you, I had to do that a couple of days ago. I had to make sure I said, oh, boy, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I am a conqueror. Yes, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. My soul loves you, Lord. My mind is fixed on you. I had to keep saying these words so that I don't say anything that's negative in that particular situation, that particular time, that particular place. Fill your mouth with praise, and guess what? The complaining will cease because then it shifts your mind into a different state, a different perspective, and you begin to pronounce the things of God and not the things of man. Right. You know, we're 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 still striving to to to, That's to right. be a be in a better place. And then there are times when, you know, sometimes we lose we lose that we lose faith we lose hope at one you know it takes it comes upon us and then we have to we have to check ourselves immediately. You know, it's 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 a self examination. You have to check yourself that that you don't lose the hope. Right. Especially knowing that. Your your father, your good father, is there to watch over you. Mm. He's there to protect you. Uh, we was having um, a freedom class with at our church and on Tuesday, and it's like you know, God is He's our good father. No matter yeah. no matter how bad or what you've done, He still comes to see about you. Yes, He does. He doesn't He doesn't leave you. Uh, out there. So uh, when you have these moments of you're losing hope or you're losing faith, call on him. He'll come to see yes. you. 
You know, if, even if you're, you, 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 you slipped away, you, you backslid, he's going to come to you because that's, right. that's what happened with Adam and Eve. They, 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 they ate of the forbidden fruit and, and he came to them and said, Adam, where are you? He yes. came looking Speak for you. So he, with, your, with your lack of hope, lack of faith, call upon him. He'll come to you. That's all I have to say. I'm just going to drop the mic right there. Drop it there. <laughs> I ain't picking it up there. You go right there. <laughs> so let's transition a little bit into another scripture. First um, Peter 1, 13. And we want to get to, we definitely want to get to, and I want to put a pin on um, Psalm 31 and Psalm 33. So make sure you have your Bibles ready for that. Psalm 31, Psalm 33 in just a bit. But right now we're going to be at First Peter one three. Here's some just some some scriptures to have hope. You know we can take authority in this time in this place by having hope. That verse verse some um, thirteen of First Peter one. Therefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So this is First Peter. One talking about to the people. Now we you got to understand what this means. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. If you got to put your 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 thoughts in the time of the Roman soldiers, and during the time of the Roman soldiers, what they would have, they would have a belt around their loins for the for the for the center of their body to help reinforce the armor. And so this this so they got to talk about their time. You know, we don't have no armor right now. Um, some of us need some armor, though, I'll tell you that. But we don't have no armor right now except for the armor of God. And it says, just like the Romans, we have to gird up our loins. We have to bind. Gird means to bind with a belt to, to keep ourselves hold fast up our loins, which is the center or the core of our body. We have to make sure our embodiment, you know, that we are to bind our deepest thoughts. So the mind is not just talking about um, just the state. It's talking about your deepest thoughts, not, not just passing thoughts. But the Bible says, bind up the center of your deepest thoughts. Take your deepest thoughts, your embodiment, and prepare your mind to take action. So what does that mean? It means to... And you help me out, honey. It means to set your mind in a place that you can move forward in, in, in your thinking. And, and you know, our, our pastor's great. He talks about our thinking. You know, he talks about what actions we take, you know, how we're, how we're speaking. And it's so important to make sure your mind is together first. Get, it, get, get, the, get your deepest thoughts, not your passing thoughts, your deepest thoughts in check. You know, those deepest thoughts that make you start fantasizing about stuff. Get those in check first. And when you can get those in check, it will change, once again, your perspective. And then it says, and be sober and rest your, your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. What is the resting? It's a refreshing after you have completed a process. So the girding of your mind your, the loins of your mind, the center of your mind, your deepest thoughts require the process. And the only way you can get, and, and the only way you can get to the rest is you got to go to the process of getting your deepest thoughts in action. And then you can rest. 
You can take ease in your hope. You can't get there until you start working this other stuff out. So in First Peter, it's saying that get your deepest thoughts and actions, prepare for action, and then after you go through that process, then you can rest in your hope. You can refresh in your hope. You can, you can take it easy in the hope, in the fullness of his grace and mercy. So there's a process to that. First Peter 1.21, you know, we go down to that, matriculate through that, and it comes to this point. Who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, said that your, so that your faith and hope are in God. So through Jesus Christ, we believe in God, who, and God raised him from the dead and gave Jesus glory so that our faith and hope are in God. What, what, what is so important about that is that our hope is not in the world. The title of this is What in the World Happened to Hope? Because our hope is not in the world. It's in Jesus Christ. It's in his promises. And we have got to get our thoughts focused back on the fact and take authority of our thoughts and captive of our thoughts to say, Lord God, this is about you. It is about what you have promised, what you've already told told us what you already predestined, and we are justified in, in, in you, and so we don't have to talk about it to nobody else. We don't have to, to, we don't have to get um, approval from everybody else. We have been ordained. We have been justified, and we are going to make it in this situation, and what God has said, it is going to happen. You have to get your thoughts and your mouth lined up so that you speak what God says to speak. In the name of Jesus. I'm trying to find the biblical sense meaning of sober. And, you know, we, we always think sober is to be uh, drunk and, and, and uh, intoxicated or anything like that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to find it, but what I found is um, it says uh, sober is to, to be serious subdued in, deme- in demeanor, you know, appearance, ca- uh, be solemn, not to be, not to be uh, hasty in your thoughts and your process and your thought process to be sober minded, mm. to be sober, minded, to be, to be subdued. You know, sometimes you have to really stop. We got to think before we do. Mm-hmm. And when, when we lose hope, we always do. And then say, I shouldn't have done that. Right. Sometimes we have to stop, think about what you do, think about what you're doing before you do it. That's right. So be sober in mind and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at, at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So whatever God has spoken to you, wherever Jesus has, has shown you in in a, in, a, in a vision that He's shown you where you're going to be, know that that's where he's going to take you there and you're, you're going to get there before you're, before he's done, you know? So that's, um, the, what's the, the, uh, the scripture, you know, I, I ran my race. Yeah. Um, I, I finished the course, you know? So when you, when you get to that point to where God has taken you, then, then he will probably either call you home or take you somewhere else. That's so. Right. What a blessing it is to have hope and to be sober in mind. You know, um, 
it, it is it, when you're sober in mind, you're fixed on what the Lord has said. And if you go back to First Peter 1, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope. This hope is not dead. This is a living hope. It's, it's, it's just as the word of God is living to our pastor, this is the word of God is living. Guess what? Our hope is living. It's still alive. It still has breath. It's still moving. It's, there's still action behind it. it. You know, it's still flowing. And it's through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So because he rose, he, 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 he got up from the dead. He arose, that the, the um, song says, he arose. Because he arose, guess what? We have a living, breathing, moving hope, not dead. And so no matter what people are saying or looking at us, it, we have a hope. We can take authority in this kingdom world that we have the hope of Jesus Christ. And guess what? We have a hope, verse 4, to an inheritance incorruptible. Yeah, and undefiled. This, this, this inheritance ain't ever going away. I don't care if granddaddy left you all that land and them horses and sheep and whatever. I don't care what he left you, that house. It's going to die. But one thing that's not going to die is this living hope, the word of God, is not going to die. We have the inheritance, and it's undefiled. Can't nobody defy it. I don't know if that's the word for it, but I'm going to say that. And it doesn't fade away. We're just making up stuff. But I'm, 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 I'm sure you understand where we're coming from. And like uh, like we, 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 we are mentioning this, uh, our pastor said last night, you know, the, the words of God is, is alive. It's, it's the breath of God. It has Thank power Thank behind you, it. You know, what he says, you know, he was saying, you would take what I say, take it to the bank. You know, I'm a human. You don't, you take what I, what I say to the bank, uh, it may bounce, but you take the word of God, mm. it's going to cast yes. every single time. It's not going to bounce. It's not going to bounce off the walls. You take the word of God and what he says, it's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. We have to have that hope. We have to have that faith. that that's what he said, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. That's some good stuff. That is some good stuff. Let's move on. Um, we want to give you an example in the Bible now. We're talking about these scriptures, but let's talk about Joseph a little bit. We're just going to tell the story. In Genesis, um, Joseph was the son of Jacob, and we know Jacob. Jacob is a powerful man of God. He had this twin brother, Esau. Some of us think he's crazy. I thought he was crazy. Esau. And they didn't seem to get along. Seemed like Esau hated Jacob. But Jacob, the father of Joseph, y'all remember Joseph in Genesis um, 33, 2, when he was born, um, Joseph had said, he said, um, um, what the scripture says in verse 2, a boy who was born out of desperation for a woman who could not give birth. So Genesis 33, 2, he said he had to go back to his own land. And so um, let's go to that real quick. Can we just pull that up, Genesis 33, 2? I want to say exactly what it says in Genesis 33, 2. And so we know that Rachel wanted to have a child, and she was the one that Joseph really loved, and he uh, had much affection for her. And so she had this son, Joseph. She also had um, um, Benjamin as well, but Joseph was the firstborn. Can we just read Genesis 33? Two, real quick. And he put his maid servants and their children in front, 
Leah and her children behind, and Rachel and Joseph last. Okay, so I want you to understand, Rachel had this child, Joseph, and she said, I, I have another son. That's what she said. It named him Joseph, and it's, I have another son. So it seemed to be in this scripture, when they were leaving, they approached, if you read the scripture, they approached Esau. And so what so because of the situation between Jacob and Esau, he put his maidservants first in the, in the in the lineup, we'll say it like that, because Esau came with 400 men. Now, you got to be kidding me, Esau. What are you doing coming with 400 men? What do you want? You're my brother. You're my twin brother. We share the same womb at the same time. Well, granted, things weren't perfect up in that womb. They definitely weren't perfect when they came out. But why are you coming with all this? Okay. Joseph, so Jacob had to get them all in order. So he had his maidservants, he had Leah and those children, and he had Rachel and Joseph at, um, last. He had them last. So I want you to understand, this boy was born out of desperation of Rachel. She wanted this child, and she couldn't give birth. Now what's happening is he put Rachel and Joseph last. Now, th- how bad is it? to be last or seem like you're the last one. It feels like nobody care about you. Why you put me in the, in the hindermost or hindermost part of this situation? Why are you putting me back here to be left alone and you're so far away, God? Why am I the last person on this? Why am I the last to get married? Why am I the last to get a job? Why am I the last to go over here? I thought I would be out of this town by now, but you know what? Um, I'm still here, and everybody else done gone, and they done did this. Everybody else done had a baby. This, I'm talking about me. I ain't talking about y'all. Oh, oh. <laughs> Why am I the last to have to get a CD? Why am I the last to have to be able to be able to travel and be in ministry? Listen to me, people of God. Hear my heart, because I'm being transparent. We think last is a, is a bad place, but I want you to understand why Jacob had Joseph last. Thank you, Jesus. Had Rachel and Joseph last because they were such, they were, Rachel was such, was so dear to his heart. He wanted to hold her back so she had an opportunity to escape with her son, Joseph, and then the other people, Leah and her children, them little bad boys of what they did to Joseph. He Listen, he, wanted, he said, I'm going to give Rachel and Joseph the opportunity to escape if something pop off with Esau and his 400 men. At least they'll have a chance to survive. I may not survive. The maidservants and their children may not survive. But Leah and her children may not survive. But at least Rachel will have a chance. Let me talk to you about that. Sometimes, sometimes God will hold you back because he doesn't want you to be in danger of what's really to come before your time is met. And so what happened to Joseph later on? Woo-wee! So don't look at last. I'm talking to myself. I can't talk to y'all right now. He said, he said, I don't care if you got to be the last one. I don't care if you ain't got nine children. I don't care if you never get up out of this city. I don't care if you have to be the last one getting the job. I had to hold you back because what was there before your time was could have killed you. Listen to me. It could have made you go crazy. You could have just gone on some crazy stuff thinking it's about you and not me. But because I hold you so dear to my heart, let me talk to you right now. For those who feel last, 
because he holds you so dear to his to 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 his heart. He said, I'm gonna keep you last so that I can make you first. Thank you, Jesus. And so what happened with Joseph? Joseph was then, Lord have mercy. Joseph was then, I'm gonna skip over, put in a pit by his own brothers after he told them a dream about him being some type of leader over them. You let me tell you something. When when you the the baby of the family and you tell that oldest child, you know, who is so dear to the mama's heart most of the time, when that last child boy says, Oh, I'm gonna be over you, and guess what's gonna happen more than likely? That oldest child and probably the parent gonna have an issue with you saying something that was revealed. So sometimes shut your mouth so you don't have to be put in a situation like that. Just be quiet, you know, and go ahead and just say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I give you glory because they're going to put you in that pit. The haters will come. I mean, from the from the the friends, the family, the people you least suspected, yeah, will come. But keep the hope. Keep the hope. You know, uh, I think it was I think it was uh, Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. <laughs> keep hope alive. Whatever you do, we have to keep the hope. But yes, like you just can't tell everybody where God is going to take you. You right. just some things you have to keep. To yourself, you know, um, there was several times in the Bible he told when when they have an encounter with Christ, he tell them, "Don't tell nobody this." Right. You know, keep it to yourself because it wasn't the time right. for it. You know, when he healed uh, the blind man, he said, "Don't tell anybody." You know, he said, "Just just just go." Right. You know, so when when God has revealed to where He's going to take you in life. There's a time to reveal it. There's a time to reveal it. To say it. Mm-hmm. There's a time to keep your mouth shut. And keep your mouth shut. So what happened with Joseph? So he didn't keep his mouth shut. Them brothers got mad. They put Joseph in the pit. Y'all read it in Genesis after the 33rd, I think around about the 36th um, chapter. Just read that. Let me tell you something. They put him in a pit. Somebody got him, put him in a prison. When they put him in prison, guess what happened next? They put him in prison, and then... He had some dreams again. He's dreaming again, telling people and interpreting dreams. God will use the whoosh, God will use the very thing that got you in trouble and use it for your deliverance. So I don't care if you laugh, it don't make no difference. Guess what happened to Joseph? He was over the brothers in the end. And so last don't mean last, really. <laughs> Not in Jesus Christ. It's, it's, all, it's, it's how you perceive it. Woo, here's the perception again. Listen, we got a couple of callers on the line, and we want you to kind of, kind of talk with us and tell us about hope, hope in your life. Caller number one, can you go ahead and come on and say something? Hello, caller, you there? All right, all right. Well, we have someone else on the line. If you are you here and you want to say something, please take this opportunity at this time. We'll open up the line for you to come on and say something. If you're just listening in, you can let us know that too. But if you got something to say, come on and say that to us.
All right. Well, praise God. Let me tell you, we got more. So we just going to share. We got we got about nine more minutes. We're just going to share with you some things. So we have Joseph. Is he still there? Caller? Amen, amen. So we have Joseph. Joseph seemed to be last, but last is not the last. It's not. It's how we, we look at last. And so we have to change. We have to, we get, get, got to get our mind together and look at last the way God sees last. Last to us means it ain't going to happen. You know, the, the probability doesn't look good. So then we lose hope. And so the Bible says we are to, we have a living hope. If something is alive, surely it's got to do something. It, it should grow if it's alive. I don't know many different things that don't grow in some way it, when it's alive, when it has the breath of God. And the breath of God constantly moving within us should make us want to move forward and not backwards. Keep pushing ahead. And so it's so important for us, people of God, we have to have hope in this time. We have to, it's not hope in the world. It's not hope in a system, a government system. It's not hope in a world system is what I'm really trying to say. But it's the hope in Jesus Christ. And I want you to say that. I have hope in Jesus Christ. I want you to say that again. I have hope in Jesus Christ. And my hope is built on the solid rock, the, the solid rock is Jesus Christ. What a mighty God we serve. Hope does not have to leave us. Our expectation does not have to leave us. We may look crazy. I don't care. Most people in the world are talking about, there's all kinds of um the um, different things that we read up on and what people are feeling in the world. And some, um, some, some things say that, you know, reports are that people are hopeful, you know, in, in, in the world. And some people are saying there is no hope because of the things that are going on um, right now and in different parts of the world. And it's so important to know that regardless of our feelings, we have to have faith, the other F word, we have to have faith that God is in control and we have to speak it and take authority in our thoughts and in our words to say, Lord, you are in control and what do you need me to do to show people that I have a living hope? What is it that you need me to say? And we can't be those scaredy cats. We can't be scaredy cats during this time. Lord Jesus, you can't be scaredy cats during this time. We have got to pronounce the living word of God. Thank you so much, Pastor, for saying that last night. We have got to expect in the living word of God, we have got to speak about the living word of God. And if we don't have that foundation, Lord, have mercy. God, help us. The word of God is so powerful. Speak it, believe in it, declare it, and rest on the grace of God in our lives that we do have hope in Jesus. Never, I mean, don't, don't, don't think God is not moving because it doesn't happen when you expect oh, it to happen. Oh, that's right. That's good. <clears throat> Let me say it again. Never 
expect, never think God is not moving on your behalf just because it doesn't happen when you think it should happen. Our, t- our time is not his time. Our ways are not his ways. We, we have to just know what he said he's going to do mm-hmm. on our behalf uh, as far as his children, he's going to do just that. So just be, we, we can't put a time in all, limit on it. All we have to do is see it happen, and when it happens, give him all the uh, praise and all the glory because of who he is and what he does and how he works. That's what we should have our hope in, not in anything else that's going on, not in uh, stuff that's happening around uh, the world. We have to focus on uh, what Christ uh, has for us. As the body, and try to and and reach those who do not know him in the pardon of the sins, so they can come and know about him and have hope as well that he's going to do exactly what they uh, what he what he wants them to do or what he wants to be done. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we're so glad to have you on tonight. If you're listening in um, tonight, please tune in again um, at. Kingdom Authority Incorporated on Blog Talk Radio. You can also dial into um, KIFM.com. We are excited about being here and taking authority in the kingdom of God for the glory of the Lord. It is a privilege to be with you. We want to pray out, and then we're going to let you get back to your Super Bowl because I know you were just so happy and anticipating and expecting to hear this word on tonight. (laughs) But if you're listening in the future, we pray that you would tune in again every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 6 p.m. in Mountain Standard Time for those of you who are joining us. We thank you for those who are across the world now that are tuning in and making sure to listen in to um, Reverend Leon Morris and Reverend Dancy Jones Morris and Kingdom Authority. We are, we are excited. I want you to follow us, please. Um, on Facebook and make sure that you tune in to Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated and what's going on with the different um, radio show hosts. And so we just want to pray. Let's pray. Um, Father, we thank you and we bless you. We praise you, O oh God, for your, the living hope in Jesus Christ. We thank you, O oh God, that our hope is built on nothing else but, 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 your, but your blood, your righteousness, Jesus' blood. The blood of Jesus prevails over this, over this world. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for what you are doing in the lives of those who are hearing the word of God. Help them to have hope in spite of what it looks like, in spite of what they feel temporarily, that it's only short term. It is not the eternal it's not the eternal, the ending God, but it is only a short-term, a temporary situation. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to gird our minds, our deepest thoughts, so that we can change how we look at this. Change our perspective, God, so that we can walk according to your word, to speak your word even, Lord, and not say idle negative things, God. We pray, Lord, that we just respond to things with life. In the name of Jesus Christ that we pray within the forgiveness of our sins, Lord, we honor you and bless. Thank you for this wonderful time we have to share and to talk about hope. What happened to it, God? I'll tell you what happened. We lost it because we didn't go to you. We didn't say it's about you. And so, God, we ask for your forgiveness. But, Lord, we're going to do better, and we're going to do it according to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
So we thank you again for joining us. Tune in next. Oh, we have a wonderful one. That's a wonderful guest for next Sunday. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. I want you to look on and make sure you check us out because God is moving. He's got a word for next week for the ladies. He's got a word for the ladies. Woo! Yes, he does. And so I want you to hear the testimony. Um, and, 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 and the growth of a couple of people, and they're going to share with you, and we're going to get down right into this. Women, get your mind ready for this because it's going to change you. It's going to change you. God bless you. Taking a kingdom authority for musicians. Yes. You can be as a musician, take authority in your craft, and we got some uh, powerful uh, uh, guests coming on, musicians coming on, some good friends of mine. So that's in the near future. So be looking out. Be ready for that one uh, coming up in the near future. So we thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you and good night. Good night. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS, wireless, figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.